0: Coming up next on 2NURFM, we're talking travel for our sponsor, Travel on King. Sally Lucas will be along. And we're talking trains and boats and
1: planes. Sally, are we starting with trains? We're starting with trains, Jane. Um, and this is, if you've not heard of them before, Golden Eagle Journeys. Now, they are celebrating next year a centenary of building the Trans-Siberian Railway. And Golden Eagle is one of the luxury trains. Now, as you probably know, Jane, in the past, there's been some very uncomfortable train journeys traversing Russia, which was originally called hard class and soft class in the old days. And I don't even think soft was all that soft. However... You can do it in luxury now, and you have been able to for a few years. But what they're doing next year, they're offering some, I guess, additional journeys to celebrate the centenary of the railway, which connected with, of course, Moscow on the um, east and Vladivostok on the, the west rather, around. on the <laughs> west, I'll get it right in a minute, on Vladivostok on the east. So it is the longest rail journey in the world.
0: And so, it must cover an amazing amount of variety of landscapes. Well, it
1: does. And even just one of the places, I remember when we've talked about it quite some time ago, probably Jane now, might even be a couple of years ago, Lake Baikal, where they often make a stop. I think it's the deepest lake in the world, like no one's actually ever got to the to the <laughs> bottom of it. So, you know, you, you go around, you, these, you know you circle around that lake as well, which would be fascinating in itself. But, however, we'll get into what's happening for next year anyway. Um, these trains, are, they're called private trains. They're luxurious private trains. They feature ensuite suite accommodation. You have beautifully appointed restaurant cars, and they also offer guided off-train excursions along the way as you go. Um, so you're experiencing a journey which is really unrivaled in both style and comfort. It's, it's not hard class. At all. Um, now as I said next year they're having some itineraries ranging from 13 to 15 days And these are as follows. One is called the Trans-Siberian Express Siberian Discovery. So once this Trans-Siberian Railroad was opened, it unlocked vast areas of Siberia to settlement. So what they're doing is they're taking on a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to, when you're getting off the train, to explore some of the region's lesser-known places and communities that only became established because of the rail link. They're also going to take you on a rail link called BAM. Now, I may not pronounce this correctly, but it's three words by Carl, which is the lake, Amour. A M U R Magistral, M A G I S T R A L. Now, it was built as a strategic alternative route to the, the um, Siberian Way or the Trans Siberian, and apparently it's considered an extraordinary engineering feat that traverses challenging terrain, which takes passengers to some of the uh, Siberia's most dramatic and untouched landscapes, which they've not included before. So that's fantastic. And then another one they're doing is not just Trans Siberian, um, or another train journey, should I say. That's not Trans-Siberian for next year, which is new, is a Champagne Express. Now it's a new 15-day itinerary to be undertaken by the Golden Eagle Danube Express, and it will be taking you from Budapest to Paris via some of the world's most fascinating cities, including Vienna, Verona, Monte Carlo, as well as visiting some prestigious wine cellars, champagne houses, etc. So haven't we got some lovely rail journeys to look forward to next year?
0: Certainly have, and uh, yes, that's on the other side of the world. We- well, have some here as well. <laughs> yeah, and I'm
1: doing a rail journey soon, but <laughs> not Excellent. that one. I'm doing the Indian Pacific. Oh, that'll be fun. So Won't yeah. it be fun? I can't wait. Um, while we're talking trains, Jane, there is a new brochure out for next year, and it's called Great Trains of Europe Tours for 2016-17. These are escorted small group tours by rail using four and five star hotels, first class rail travel. You have an Australian tour director, full luggage handling, and all stops along the way are either three or four nights many of the tours now have no solo a solo supplement and also kids stay free so if you're interested in train journeys and you like to do it as more like a tour so it's organized and you're not having to hop on and off the train and cart your luggage on and off trains and transfers and then find some accommodation or whatever this might be a nice option for those that want to do train travel but in a group organised basis rather than individually so there's lots on offer for rail for next year and lastly Jane also now a lot of the rail operators in Australia or the rail suppliers for Europe can now book ferries which was something we couldn't always book before so that's a good thing to to know now it includes Italy, Croatia, Greece, the Greek Islands and so on and you can book most ferries up to four months in advance now which you couldn't do before either so keep that in mind if you're thinking of doing any ferry travel.
0: Excellent we're talking travel, thanks to our sponsor, Travel On King, and Sally, will be back in just a moment, um, and we're moving on to boats next, I think.
1: Boats or ship? <laughs> we're
0: talking travel on to a new RFM for our sponsor, Travel On King, and it's time to talk about boats, or as Greg says when he rang in, just then, you can put a boat on a ship, but you can't put a
1: ship on a boat. So are we talking boats or ships, Sally? Initially, initially, ships. Right. But I might move on to boats. Good. Let's start with the ships. <laughs> What's happening on November 25 this year is P&O Cruises have revealed details of a history-making five-ship spectacular, which is set to rock good old Sydney Harbour on that day. Wow. Um, so they've announced that they're going to get some of the best performers in Australia today, Jessica Mowboy, the Veronicas, etc., Stan Walker and so on, and they're all going to be heading a musical extravaganza, which is going to run from mid-afternoon into the evening. They'll also be joined by 20 other great music, live music acts as well as 10 DJs who are going to be across all the decks of the ships. So more than 9,000 passengers will be able to enjoy the special concerts but all of Sydney, of course, can enjoy the unprecedented spectacle of five ships on the harbour. So they're all cruise ships? Yeah, beginning with a salute to Sydney which will see the fleet form a V off the heads before they then sail single file into the harbour. Oh, very spectacular. Spectacular. okay. And it's going to mark the arrival of the line's two latest ships which is why I guess they probably thought they'd do this, even though having five in it together is remarkable, Pacific Aria and Pacific Eden, uh, which will be officially named as they sail past Sydney's Fort Denison before they arrive into the harbour.
0: Nice. Now, when is this happening?
1: The 25th of November. Right. Right. So isn't that fantastic? I oh, mean, it'd be just a wonderful thing just to go and see, just to see the five ships coming in. And um, even if you dashed out to the head and saw them line up in v shaped hopped in your car, raced back into town and watched them all do whatever they're going to be doing. So keeping that in mind, I thought, wow, that would be just something really spectacular if you want to go down to Sydney for that particular day or date or have a night or two down there. It would be just a wonderful all thing to do. would be fun. Now, this, I think, could be a boat story okay Greg might Greg might like to uh, listen in and (laughs) and confirm but I'm talking about star clippers which I don't think are really ships they're more like yachts okay so they're large yachts Greg rather than ships or boats probably but they've got a range of sailing itineraries now going through Malaysia and Thailand which is lovely so we've had them around Spain and areas of the Med and around the Caribbean but now we've got them in almost in our own backyard in Thailand, Malaysia area. So there's a range of lovely eight-day itineraries doing different itineraries in those areas. So you just need to check with your travel agent. Star Clippers, just remember them. And they do have a range of programs in other areas as well. Jane, I just thought I'd mention because river cruising is so popular at the moment, you know, we actually get inundated. Oh, that's a good word, isn't it, for river cruising? <laughs> pun, pun. Didn't mean that. Um, <laughs> with inquiries for it. But There are different classes of river cruise ships and they have different capacity and different amount of vessels and so on. So I just thought, just sort of give you an idea of some of the key, you know, players in the marketplace. Of course, you've got Scenic and these are definitely five-star luxury and they take about 167 passengers and you have private balconies on that. They have gratuities included and they have 15 vessels in their fleet and they mainly cover the Rhine, the main river, in Germany, the Danube, and then France and Russia. You've got Viking River Cruises, who are also luxury, and they take just under 200 guests. And they have full verandas and French balconies. And they cover a lot of Russia, but also other parts of Europe and China and Southeast Asia. Avalon is considered premium. They don't have balconies, but they have floor-to-ceiling windows in the suites, so you still can see out, but you don't have a balcony. 16 vessels. Oh, Viking, by the way, have 64 vessels because they cover such a wide area. Um, Avalon do all the major rivers of Europe, Southeast Asia, India, and South America now. They're doing Amazon as well. Travel Marvel is also premium. Most Most suites have French balconies on those, but not all. They've got nine vessels, and they do Europe, Russia, China, Southeast Asia, APT, Five-star luxury, panoramic windows, and they do have twin balcony suites. And they have 21 vessels, and they do Europe, India, USA, Amazon, China, Thailand, and Laos. Pandora's a wonderful, beautiful wooden vessel. It's it's luxury in a sense, but they call it colonial because it's done in the older style of the old river boats. But it's, riverboat, sorry, but it's still um, very, very well done and well presented. And they do Burma, Vietnam, Cambodia, Laos. And India and they're going to have 15 vessels by the end of this year and they only take 60 passengers so it's very intimate and then lastly you've got Uniwell which is also a luxury and they have balconies on some ships but you'd have to check because they have 14 ships and not all have balconies and they mainly cover Europe, Russia, Egypt, Asia and India so that just has to give you a bit of a rundown if you're interested in who does what where. And we'll talk travel again next Friday after the 1 o'clock news. Thank you,
0: Sally Lucas. Thank you, Jane. we do it thanks to our sponsor, Travel on King on 2 FM. It's 28 to 2.